Allison. What's up? We're in person. We You're are. sitting in front of me. For our very, very first time ever. This is Salt Lime Storytime, the storytelling podcast, and we are live from Allison's basement. Oof. God, what a feeling. We've spent a lot of fun times down here. It's weird, like, looking at you in the eyes right now. I know. I don't really know It, it feels how. kind of intimate. Um. <laughs> okay, so describe the setup for you all. Before we really get into this, Allison and I are sitting across a very small table from each other, and there's a microphone in between us because we're not really sure how to record with two microphones. We're doing our best. We're trying. We're going to learn. And we are, like, staring intimately into each other's eyes, and both of us are not having a good time. (laughs) But we're going to (laughs) rally. We got to get through this. We will. Because this is so fun. It's weird to have you in person, but I I love it. It's so fun. But it is a three, two, one shots episode, so we are going to pick a random word or topic, and then we're going to discuss it for 30 minutes with no prior prep. So, Allison. Jess. Are you ready? I was born ready for this. What are we drinking today? Well, we are drinking peach schnapps, uh, because that is probably the gentlest thing um, for both of us that I have most conveniently in my house at the moment yes uh so we're gonna take some peach schnapps um we have to rally because we have somewhere to be tonight mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we can't get too shwasty but let's let's do this um i'm gonna get my water ready where's my water i have my coffee ew as a chaser i don't have water down here that do you want me to get you water no. coffee peach coffee i'm ready oh jesus okay you're feral let's go <laughs> three two one shots uh. Oh, that was easy. Yeah, I don't even need to chase it for that. I'm that not was drink the coffee. easy. This is what I'm telling you. When I did schnapps the other day, I was like, hmm. Wow, that was mm. too easy. I feel, what is this percentage? Like two? <laughs> Negative six? Fifteen. That'll be why. Mm-hmm. It's like wine. Mm-hmm. Like a very, very strong red wine. Okay. All right. We've taken a shot. We're in person. We're ready to go. So, Allison. Yes. As you know... The word generator that we've even using previously for these episodes isn't always the most helpful. In fact, one would say that the creators of that word generator were semi-nihilistic. We would get things like pollution, death, very, very intense, depressing concepts. So we're trying a different generator today called Random Topic Generator and Conversation Starters for people who don't know how to ask each other questions. So mm. I am ready. Are you ready, Allison? I cannot even express to you how ready I am. Okay. The question that we have received from the random topic generator says, what is the most disgusting habit some people have? Oh my. I feel like I could talk about that one for a while. Oh yes, absolutely. Because I, I, I really like to sit and judge other people like I'm better than them. It's, it's one of my favorite pastimes, I would say. So... Yes, I I definitely have some things that I could say. Do you have some in mind? A hundred percent. Here's the thing about, like, disgusting habits. Like, there are bad habits, like shopping addictions. It's the only one I can think of right now. There are bad habits, but then there are gross habits. And I think that this question really focuses on the gross. Mm, mm -hmm. Allison, I, I don't know if you're feeling comfortable with getting vulnerable on the pod, but you have... Misophonia. Misophonia. (laughs) Would you like to list for our listeners the disgusting habits that people do around you that make you want to commit murder? Oh, absolutely. I, I could talk about this for ages. Uh, so I have something called misophonia I've had in my whole life. It's basically just as, like a psychological disorder that 
makes it so certain sounds trigger the fuck out of you. And to, like, an un- let me actually just find the real definition for it because I'm not very good at explaining things. You're telling me Webster's Dictionary doesn't have trigger the fuck out of you in their definition? It's an ex- uh, It might. Okay, it's a strong reaction to specific sounds. It can cause a reaction to sounds such as dripping water, chewing gums, and- Oh, God, yeah. Um, or repetitive <laughs> noises- But it's like you become, like, irrationally irritated, enraged, or even panicked when you hear some of these sounds. Yes. And the one that I've had since I was a wee wee lass is chewing and eating noises. I've Mm -hmm. had that one for as long as I can remember. I remember getting into fights over the kitchen table with my brother about it when we were in early elementary school. Oh my god. It's just like, I can't stand the smacking sound. It drives me absolutely insane. I see red. And one of the things that gets me most is... People sucking their fingers. <laughs> Jess had to learn that one the hard way. After years of friendship, I had to oh, tell her. Because, you know, it's fine. It's like, here's the thing. Because, like, I know it's a me problem, not... What's the word? It's not reasonable for me to, like, tell people to their faces that what they're doing is specifically triggering to me. <laughs> like, that's that's really stupid. That's why I didn't tell you for our first, like, ten years of friendship. No, literally. Okay, so let me tell you guys the story. So... Allison and I moved in together for a summer in 2017, and as we're moving in, we are, like, in the kitchen having a conversation, and Allison also doesn't like hair, so we're talking about, like, keeping the bathroom hair-free, and I was like, great, good, easy, easy, I've got a lot of hair, I get it, and then, I can't remember what it was, maybe I was eating a snack, and I think I licked my fingers, and she was like, okay, we gotta have a conversation, And then, and at this point, like, we'd been friends for a very long time and, like, had eaten countless meals together. And it's, this is my disgusting habit. I really like licking my fingers, okay? I know it's gross, but, like, when you're eating finger foods, barrier of entry. And it's, like, when you suck your fingers and make a noise. It's not, like, I like my fingers, too, but it's when you, like, suck the fingers and make, like, a... Like, you're eating, you're eating wings, you've got the sauce, that kind of thing, okay? So... I've been friends with Allison for a long time at this point, and she then proceeds to tell me about this misophonia thing and how it's, like, the finger-sucking thing and all of this stuff, and I literally, like, my heart plummeted into my feet, and I was like, I cannot believe I've never noticed, because she's really good at hiding it. We were at dinner with some friends last night, and I noticed one of the people at the dinner was doing it, and I knew that Allison was, like, having a panic attack internally, but she does a great job of of holding the rage in Thank even you. if her eyes go dead. <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate it. But um it was so funny and I think and I will say not to like give props to me. I think I've done a lot better. Oh, since you night and day like you immediately stopped. Like you are probably the most considerate person I've ever met when it comes to misophonia because again it's it's annoying I'm not going to tell other people unless I'm around them constantly and I think they'd care. I only usually tell people I date. I only usually tell people in my, like, direct family, like, way more people know I'm gay than have misophonia. Way more people. <laughs> this is Allison coming out as having misophonia. misophonia. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. But it, it caused, it caused, has caused a lot of problems. Like, it would make me really anxious to go out to eat. Like, I would memorize everybody's food order. And so, if they were, if we were all friends and trying to figure out, like, where to go for dinner, and somebody suggested something, I'd be like, no, we can't, because this person that does this a lot always gets this thing, and they'll suck their fingers, so, like, I would suggest this thing, because I know that they would get this at a different restaurant, and, you know, they'd have to use a fork, and it's, like, literally psychotic. Anyway, so that, I'm, like, extreme when it comes to that. I also, the one I've recently developed most ugh, is hard Ks or Ts in words, when people go, like, snake 
I hate doing it. I can't even do it. But she like, just did it to herself. Or like, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and she said black ink, and I... <laughs> wanted to drive off the road. Like, I was so mad. Like, that's one that's, like, worries. I actually haven't told anybody about that. Interesting. But I don't tell people unless it pertains to them because it doesn't matter and it's not something I should even worry about. It's so, it's so interesting, like, the, the, how it manifests. Mm-hmm. But, Allison, I, you know, this is, this is a safe space. <laughs> we love you and Thank appreciate you. you and if you are a person who eats with allison now you know there you go don't don't be don't be gross and make sucking noises um you also don't like gum right chewing noises aren't oh, your favorite no 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 i uh i would be the teacher everybody hates in school because i would have an absolutely no gum allowed in my classroom policy yeah <laughs> because i can't stand there was this one girl i remember her name i remember what she looks like because i sat next to her when i was 16 years old in my physics class and we had the same seating schedule the entire year and every day she'd come in and chew her gum so loud I literally was like fighting murder every day because she would be chomping on her gum and I can't like if somebody's chewing gum and they're like have their lips closed fine whatever but like if they're like chewing with their mouth open I want to punch them in the throat like I have absolutely no hesitation to commit an act of violence like I genuinely want to attack you know anyway so yeah, chewing gum, any any noises that come out of people's mouths other than talking. Also, when people are talking and their mouths are sticky because they don't have water. Uh-huh. You know? Mm-hmm. That's a know. very niche... That's a very niche noise. I, like, haven't thought about that noise consciously until this moment. There's some people on the yeah. radio that have that, and whenever they talk, I have to turn it off. Interesting. Anyway, that's wow. all. That's enough about me, Jess. What are some of your uh, least favorite or gross habits that people have? My biggest pet peeve when it comes to, like, sound and gross habits are people who constantly make sniffing noises. Mm. Like the, but like not even just like the, but like the (laughs) sucking in. The like, and you can hear it and they just like keep doing it. Or like phlegmy coughs. Mm -hmm. Like when gross, I've been on a couple of planes in the last week or so um, doing work stuff. And I was on a plane with somebody who... It was even, I would have rather had a crying baby, but he kept making like the like phlegmy throat noises and then he'd go like the, the, almost like he was getting ready to spit a loogie, but it was like all going Ugh. in and it was like, excuse yourself to the bathroom and go blow your nose, Mm-mm. please. Also like blowing your nose in a public space. Like I get sometimes like you can't get to a restroom like, and you just need to like it's it, like what's worse having snot run down your face or like blowing your nose like i get it it's the same thing as like farting in public like everybody does it it's fine but like can you just take it to like if you're in a restroom and you're blowing your nose and i'm also in the restroom does not phase me yeah because then the other thing too is that you're not in an immediate area where you can go wash your hands after yes and so that's like difficult so anyway that one and then um, allison you'll appreciate this i hate long unpainted fingernails oh yeah but if they're shaped nicely yeah well so for me it's even like if they're like clean and stuff like that's fine or like if you're in between because i have like a lot of friends who grow their nails out to be painted and their nails are always painted and whatever but then i know people who just have long nails and like aren't like cleanly about it yeah. We're sounding so bitchy right now. <laughs> I know, but here's the thing. Everybody has those little things. Everybody but they just, like, don't talk things. about them on a podcast in front of a lot of people that might have these things, and we might yes. get feedback from it, but that's fine. Fight us, get a podcast about it, and talk to us about it. I literally don't care if I Yes. Do. But you're absolutely right. 
like long dirty fingernails are yes. pretty disgusting. My and like I get, you know, you've been working in the garden all day and like you haven't had the chance to go and like brush out. But like I don't know, when I was dating and doing like hookup culture and whatever, and people would like I'd go on dates with people with like dirty fingernails. It was like I don't want to have anything to do with you no. in any sexual capacity because a, have you had a yeast infection? Oh, yeasty, beastie coming at you with those nails, I'm telling you. Like, A, that, and B, like, I don't know, it's just, I can't, I can't do it. Same thing with long toenails. There's no excuse Oof. for you to have grown out toenails. Um, no. Oof, God. I will personally, I will personally Venmo you the 50 cents it costs to buy a toenail clipper, please. <laughs> Yeah, that those got me too because if I ever sometimes I like crunch my toes in my shoes and I cannot stand the feeling of my toenails scraping against the bottom of my shoe. No, awful, terrible. Cannot it, cannot do it. It's one of the worst feelings of all time. I literally so I'm like pretty intense about like my nail care and I knew I was on a work trip and I didn't want to bring like nail clippers with me on the work trip. And so I literally like trimmed my nails and my toes. 15 minutes before I got in the Uber to go get on the plane. So it would have, like, the most amount of time I possibly could have with short, well-maintained nails. And this is actually, I'm in this period where I've, like, been growing out my fingernails a little bit. They look really nice. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. And even still, if they are unpainted, I can't look at them. I can't do it. So they have to have, I've been doing, like, these gel press-ons where, like, it's, like, a sticker and then you press them onto your nails, and then you do, like, a little lamp, and so it hardens. Is that what you have right same. now? Yeah, that's what these are. So are, are they fake nails? So, no, they're just, it's basically, like, a, it's, like, a nail, a sticker of nail polish, and then you huh. stick it under a heat lamp, and it, it hardens, and so it's, like, makes my nails feel a lot stronger. Oh. And I really like them. It's, it's great. Is that the real shape of your nails? Mm-hmm. So these are my natural nails. Damn. But this is just, like, it just adds, basically, like, a layer of color and, nice. like, Nice. Those look really nice. Protectant. Aren't they lovely? So... Anyway, but when I was doing these and I was in between sets because I had some grow out, I was like, when my nails were naked, I was like, <laughs> ugh, ugh, can't do it. Can't do it. Because even though I know they're clean, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Dirty fingernails, I have to say, is one of the biggest turnoffs of all time. And I think yes. for the exact same reason. Yes. It's like, I don't want to meet my yeasty beastie again. I, no. It's not, I, it's no. not on the forte there. That's why I always just good hygiene. And I remember working at restaurants, I'd often, oftentimes on men, they'd come in with, like, grime all around their fingernails, like, they just finished working on a car, and then they'll, like, eat the rolls with their nasty hands, and I would have to stop myself from staring at them. Yes. Because I'm like, I know that I have worked on cars before, I know that sometimes it's a stain and you literally can't get it off, like, there's special soap and stuff to use to help get it off, but this was... Another level. It it was, like, it's it was, every day I'd have, like, four or five customers that had things caked on... Okay, so we've talked about hygiene, we've talked about bad eating habits. What about more social disgusting habits? Do you have any, like, social faux pas that are, like... Like, yeah, what's your... Okay, this is a great question. What is your biggest ick? Like, dating, friendship-wise, like, or potential friendship-wise, I don't want to know what your icks are about me, I don't have the emotional we here's the thing you would not be my best friend if i had any (laughs) icks about you you're far too respectful of me that's a really good question i might have to think about that for a sec can i hear yours first yes okay so i will just do general ick so i'm gonna preface this by saying 
it's an ick for me because I know that I can do it. So it's the interrupting cow thing. Ooh. Where it's, yeah, basically. Where, and I notice it more now that I work in corporate America, and it's a lot more obvious when you're on a Zoom meeting, but it's like the taking what somebody has just said, waiting about 30 seconds while somebody else responds to what that person just said, and turning around, interrupting that person, and repeating basically the same thing that they just said. <laughs> and and I know that that's like a little bit niche, probably, but, um, and I, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna unpreface this. I don't do this. I do interrupt people sometimes, and I think that's like a product of ADHD, where you like, your brain is going so much faster than the conversation is. And so you're like, yes, 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 yes. I have this thing to say. Um, and the other thing too is like finishing people's sentences. That doesn't bother me as much because A, I know that I can do it. And I also like, I think that it's a little bit more, to me, it shows me that you are actively engaged in what I'm saying. Sure. But the whole interrupting to repeat what somebody just said, particularly in a work setting, drives me absolutely bonkers. Men, take note. But that's, so that's one, probably like my biggest dating ick, probably the way that you talk about your mom. So as somebody who's primarily dated men, for me, one of the biggest things is like, I get that people have like trauma, like traumatic parents and like they have interesting relationships with their mothers or like the women in their lives. And like, there's a lot of like foundational things that go into it. But if you refer to your mom or your wife or like the predominant women in your life as like a ball and chain or like it's like I've got to go and survive another night like my mom's in town I gotta go survive another night with my mom kind of thing and in like a casual setting like where I don't know if your mom has like been a bad person to you or whatever like it like I don't know what the connotation is it's basically like the anti-feminist thing where it's like oh I have a demanding woman in my house and so I gotta go and deal with her like heaven forbid you know that kind of that kind of stuff drives me bonkers or when you like talk about your ex in a super disrespectful way in and again this comes down to context because it's like if it's that thing of like I've just met you we're in a conversation with like a group of people and you're sitting there telling us how bad in bed your ex was and it's like a whole like you're sharing these intimate parts of them false vulnerability this is what I'm trying to get at it's the false vulnerability thing where it's like I'm gonna share this intense information with you that's like also about other people and in hopes that you'll think I'm like cooler or whatever the the bed like being bad in bed and talking about your ex being bad in bed is just like one of the examples but like just the the putting other people down in conversation to make yourself appear superior and don't get me wrong if I'm in a bathroom with you in a bar and you're crying about your ex and we're gonna we're gonna talk about how shitty they are we are talking them to shit but if you are like a brand new person to me especially on like first dates and things like that and you are proceeding to tell me like how crappy your ex is first off that's bad form but also it tells me how you could potentially be talking about me in the future yes and that's a huge thing and obviously, this is all situational, you know? Yes. If your ex walks in the coffee shop that you're having a thing at and they come in, they're, like, rude to you, and then you proceed to tell me, like, yeah, they've got, like, some interesting, you know, kind of jealousy issues and, like, that's been kind of a thing or whatever. Like, that's totally different. But if it's, like, hope you're not like my ex. Sure. Anyway. 
That was a very long-winded way of saying it. No, but you, I have to piggyback on all the things. It was so funny because I would think of something that I was going to say and then you'd say it and I'd be like, yes, because like that's, you're, you're exactly right. Interrupting in general is an enormous ick for me for anybody that I'm talking to because it shows me, A, you can't listen. And I do, I can also be guilty of interrupting because I do have ADHD brain and I get really excited about things sometimes. But if you're, especially if you're talking about something deep and emotional and personal to you, mm-hmm. I cannot hand, I, I cannot stand it when people automatically interrupt and like, or like they start talking about themselves or they start talking about something else. Like people that can't just sit back and listen to something I have to say, because I also have a, a lot of thoughts all at once. And it's really, really hard for me to put all of my thoughts into words right away. That makes sense. And a problem I had with one specific ex in the past was, I would, like, try to, like, articulate how I was talking, and then she'd be like, okay, but, like, what, 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 like, what, and I was like, you're stressing me out, like, I just, can you just, like, sit down a second and just, like, let me think about what I'm trying to say here? Mm -hmm. Just, like, listen and wait, because I'm not saying this the way I want to, and it's really stressing me out. Yeah. Like, I can't handle it when people interrupt. I hate it when people try to, like, push you faster to, like, say something because they're being impatient, Mm -hmm. and one of the biggest things in dating, for sure, is, A, the interrupting thing, but also, again, talking shit on exes because I don't want to hear it again it's the way that the context and how they talk about it because like you want to talk about exes with your potential partner because like you can see what happened with the relationships in the past and it can be helpful for you but you can respectfully talk about people that you are no longer in a relationship with it is entirely possible even if they cause you a lot of problems and a lot of pain there are ways to respectfully discuss that with another person because you are literally detailing how you talk about people behind their back mm-hmm. and you don't want to be that person for somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I think all of this is so, like I said, situational where, you know, there there is something to be said for being able to express your emotions and like, I'm, I don't think what you're getting at is that you can never talk about an ex, but it's like... The way in which you talk shit about people says more about you than about the people. And I think that there, you, I mean, we did a whole episode on gossiping. Like, clearly, Alice and I like to talk shit. Sure. But there is something, like, you have to, it's back to the gossiping thing. It's aware, being aware of the consequences. And if you proceed to tell me that your last, like, 18 exes were crazy bitches, like, Mm -hmm. there's a common denominator there. And the way that you're talking about all of them tells me, or is an indication to how you could potentially be treating me even in the relationship. Yep. So it says a lot about you. Like, the way you talk about people says way more about you. Yes, absolutely. Um, And then bad tippers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Here, here. Bad tippers. I will judge at people profusely on how much they tip. Like, I am, even if I don't have money, I always tip phenomenally. Because it's like, I'm never going to use the excuse of, oh, I don't have enough money to tip well. Yeah. Because, like, if I'm going out to eat, I expect that I'm going to... I'll get something cheap, but I'll still tip really well. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and the thing, too, is it shows... I, I think that this comes to a broader thing of that's another ick for me, is, like, how you treat service workers. So people who are in the service industry and how you interact with them on any given, you know, in any given scenario. And I think the biggest indication of that is how you tip. And, like... I really love when people are like, Jess, how much should I tip this person? Because I, listen, just ask. Mm-hmm. I had one of my favorite tables um, when I was working at the restaurant that Alice and I used to work at together. I had a group of prom kids. There was like 10 of them. So five couples. 
we had a great time. I was teasing them. Like, like we were had a good rapport with the table. And at the end, I was giving everybody their their separate checks or whatever. And one of the one of the boys was like, "Hey, so none of us have ever really like gone to a restaurant without our parents. How does tipping work?" And like just asked me. And so, and I mean, they were probably 16, 17, like young, young kids. They had like pair, they had like their parents' credit cards kind of thing. And they could have just like stiffed me and like not worried about it. But then I got like, they literally, they were like, I don't know how this works. So can you tell me? And I was able to turn around and educate them as opposed to them just like not doing anything and leaving. It's always good to be aware. And if you travel, it's always good to be aware in like the countries you're in, mm-hmm. whether tipping is customary or not. Yeah. Uh, that's always something that's really important to look at. But it's also like, I don't really want to date somebody who's never had to work in the food industry before. Yeah. Because, <laughs> or just like in the retail or just like people who work in like bottom of the barrel. Customer service. Cu- that's exactly right. Yeah. I don't want to date somebody who hasn't had to work in customer service because- yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you, if everybody in the world worked at least three months in customer service, we would not have war. Like, I genuinely <laughs> believe way. that. Like, people would be like, okay, so I understand why you feel that way. Um, they, there would just be so much better communication. Yes. Oh, that, and I don't mind talking to people who have completely different views than me, like, politically, religiously, whatever, as long as they are also willing to hear what I have to say. Yes. Because I am so willing to listen to other people's perspective and view yeah. on things, even if it's completely opposite than mine. But if they refuse to let me talk and actually say my opinion, then yeah. the conversation's over. I don't care. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a big gig for just anybody in general. Yeah. So much so. Okay, Allison, to wrap it up, what is your grossest habit? Oof. That's a really, really, really good question. I don't know. You might have to tell me. I am a very hygienic person. It like, doesn't have to be with hygiene. I know. Um... Oh, I can get showy sometimes. I can get showy, especially if there's somebody that I have a crush on that's there. I can get particularly, like, loud and, like, like, look at me, you know, and I get something I'm very aware of and I absolutely hate, so, like, I'll be completely normal, and then the minute that there's somebody that I think we might like each other, I just become annoying, so. I understand. That's a big ick of mine, unless you can think of one better for me. I don't think that you do that as much anymore. I think that that's something that you did a little bit, like, when you were early college, but I definitely think that you've gotten... I'm, I'm, I'm very much self-aware more, person. I was going to say, you've gotten much more aware incident, and I think that just comes, because anybody, like, the thing that I have that piggy, like, kind of to piggyback off that, and that's not what I was going to say, this is not the one that I was going to say, but I definitely do the thing where I overcorrect in awkward situations yeah instead of just like letting it be and that's something that I've like it's on my 2022 goal board of just like keeping my mouth shut like if I make a mistake or have an awkward interaction instead of like making it into a big thing just like keeping my mouth shut and moving on is a very it's been a very interesting an interesting journey I'm getting better at it but it's still hard mine is that I'm not afraid of expired food like meat mm, meat it, it depends on the thing like it like it depends on the the food but meat makes me nervous just because of like you know e coli but like if it's a packaged food i'm going to i'm going to sniff it and check that's fair i'm not afraid to eat i'm not afraid to eat it there may or may not be a, co- a costco food that i'm not going to be specific about that's in my fridge currently that expired on april 22nd but it still tastes good and smells fine and i've been eating it honestly <laughs> 
expiration dates are kind of bullshit in certain in context of certain things when it comes to like milk like maybe yeah. listen to that but like when other stuff like if it still smells good looks fine tastes fine i don't yeah. see the issue here's the thing god gave me a nose and a mouth <laughs> <laughs> she sure did you know what the other thing that is just a terrible habit of mine what i just i can't take compliments <laughs> <laughs> you are so bitch. good at not taking compliments. Ugh, shut up. <laughs> I really just like I can't. I like just don't know how. Right, right. I understand that. That is a tricky thing. I think a lot of people struggle with that. It's yes. It's hard to like accept that, especially if it's something that you like. If you feel like you look like shit and someone compliments you, are like really? Yeah. Are you being mean? <laughs> yeah. No. Seriously. Okay, but in reality, um, not saying sorry for everything. That's my. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one for you. That's that's probably. I'm getting. You're I'm getting a lot a, better. So much better. You're also therapy. a lot better at asking like what you need. Yes, therapy for boundaries and not saying sorry. I also this is like a reverse of of that. Not saying thank you for things that I should be saying you're welcome for. This is a very corporate world mm, thing, mm-hmm. but I've stopped signing off my emails with thank you, comma, and instead have just started signing off cheers or best because most of the time it's me providing information to people that they've asked me for and it's like, I'm not the one that should be thanking you for reading this. Got it. Kind of thing. Got it. So. Ooh, I like that. Yes. And also not like adding the word just to my emails. I'm never getting rid of the, the explanation points, but I'm not adding the word just to my emails anymore because I'm allowed to ask direct questions. Mm. So. Girl. Loved it. That's a great way to end it. Love to see it. This has been Jessica's corporate uh, training podcast. Corporate corner. Love to see it. Thank you. Thank you for advising all of us. I think I could probably take some of those for myself in the future. So Home among us. Anyway. All right. Well, this was a good three, two, one shots. We will see you all next week. Cannot wait. If you have any topic suggestions or any questions for our three, two, one shots to add to this mythical generator thing that we're trying to figure out at some point um dm us on instagram or facebook or by carrier pigeon we'd love to hear it oh yes please and do that. as always like rate and subscribe uh instagram facebook it's all in story time right yeah great and on apple Podcasts, spotify all that good oh, all that good stuff all right all that good jazz well thanks guys have a great rest of your day mm-hmm. Bye. bye